0: Assalamu alaykum and welcome to episode 4 of Soul Food titled Worldliness. So in this episode we're going to look at inward and outward aspects of the world. We'll talk about one love that exists in the heart and then lastly we'll cover how the world serves the righteous. So Sheikh Abu Bakr bin Salim in this book The Key to Inner Secrets, he titles this chapter The Description of the Dunya and its blameworthiness. And worldliness, the love of the dunya, what we often refer to as the dunya, is everything that distracts you from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and pulls you into disobedience. That's the dunya. So the life of this world that we have is a gift from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And when we talk about the blameworthiness of the dunya, it's not this gift that Allah has given us but rather the things that distract us, these almost deceptive things in the world which take us away from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So Shaykh Abu Bakr bin Salam, he says, you must, my brother, abandon the world outwardly and inwardly, for it is the basis of every mistake. Take it out of your heart. Take the dunya out of your heart. And the world that we live in this life that we have it's actually the place where we are able to plant the seeds for the hereafter but this dunya is a very deceptive distraction that pulls us away from allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and is actually one of the enemies of the human being just like the shaitan. that it, the shaitan is an enemy the nafs is an enemy And the dunya is an enemy. So worldliness that Sheikh Abu Bakr bin Salim is telling us about, it has an outward aspect and an inward aspect. And we need to know what they are so that we can remove them from our hearts. So examples of the outward manifestations of the dunya are things like amassing wealth, luxury, excessive food, clothing. A lot of the things that you see in popular culture, that people are competing over. Nice cars, nice houses, all of that. Those are outward manifestations of the dunya. The inward dunya or the unseen aspects of the dunya is the love of power, the love of having a place in people's hearts. I want renown, I want fame, I want prestige. That's actually dunya but it's less obvious, it's less visible, it's not tangible the way that those other things are. But all of these things, the outward and the inward, they make no difference with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. They have no value in and of themselves with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And Shaykh Abu Bakr Bin Salam, he tells us why it's so important to remove this from the heart. And this brings us to the next point of how only one love can exist in the heart. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He created us to love. The heart has this nature, this inclination towards love. And you see so much poetry and so people dedicate so much time to this topic. But the real love, the love that is honorable, the love that elevates us, is the love of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and love of things that are connected to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. That's the love that is really special. And Shaykh Abu Bakr bin Salam he says, love of the world and love of Allah cannot coexist in the same heart. Love of the world and love of Allah cannot coexist in the same heart, just as water and fire cannot coexist in the same vessel that they're opposites. When you have love of the world, it means that your love of Allah has decreased and diminished. And when you have love of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, then everything other than Allah vanishes. It cannot, they, cannot, they cannot coexist. The seeker, Shaykh Abu Bakr bin Salim says, the seeker of the world is abased with Allah and abased in creation's eyes. And worries attach to the one who loves it. A person who seeks the world, someone who always is willing to sell their principles and their values to get money or wealth. Nobody respects that kind of person. That they actually use and abuse people in order to subjugate them so that they can promise them more. And it's a very dirty game when you're seeking the dunya. So that person is abased. They're humiliated in Allah's sight and in creation's eyes. And the person who seeks that, they want more, they want money, they want the newest thing that comes out, they become a person who's full of worries. They're not at ease. They're not at peace. And we see that in today's world. We look at people who have the world, who are the richest, most famous. They have everything that is glamorous. How many of them are truly at peace? How many of them do you see and say, oh, that person really seems to be in a state of tranquility and serenity? The opposite is true. You see that so many of them are plagued with these worries that they take drugs and drink alcohol and so forth. And it's a very sad reality. And we hope that Allah Subh'anaHu Wa Taala saves them from that. But us as believers, people who are connected to this deen, connected to the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, connected to the creator of the heavens and the earth, we need to be more aware of this reality and not follow the trends and what people are enamored by. And we need to stand firmly Upon these principles and realize that the dunya is not to be sought in and of itself. And the Prophet he said the dunya is the home of a person who has no home. The dunya, a dunya dar la is the home of someone who has no home. Why? Because the believer knows that his or her soul originated in the heavenly realm and that's our home in the ultimate sense and that's where we're trying to return inna lillahi wa inna ilayhi raji'un we belong to allah and to him we are returning that is our abode in nearness to allah subhanahu wa ta'ala so the person who wants to be in the dunya they have no real connection to their homeland and then he says, wasallam," and it is amassed by one who is devoid of intelligence. because a person tries to amass the dunya but then takes none of it with him. And even the pleasures of the dunya are so fleeting. People nowadays even realize that that there is so much accumulation of the dunya that people want to adopt a minimalistic way of life. Because they realize that all of this stuff is just getting in the way of our happiness. That it's a distraction and does not actually give us happiness. And psychologists say that people often overestimate how much they think something will make them happy if they acquire it. Compared to how happy it actually makes them. And they realize that it doesn't make them as happy as, it, as they thought it would make them, nor does it make them happy as long as they thought it would make them happy for. So what's the attachment to something that actually is just an illusion, as Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tells us? The Prophet he also said, if the world was worth even the wing of a fly to Allah, if it was worth even that with Allah, he would not have given a disbeliever in it a drink of water. He would not give a disbeliever a drink of water in the world if it was worth more than the wing of a fly. In other words, it is worthless in the sight of Allah. It is just a transitionary uh, abode by which we go to the hereafter. And if we look in the world, all of the crimes, the wars people fighting each other over the dunya, it's like they're fighting for something worth even less than a fly's wing. If you told them that I'll give you a fly's wing and that would be worth just as much as the dunya, they would think that all of this trouble that they're going to is just madness. And scholars say that the world, so you might ask yourself at this point, Well, how do I traverse through this world if it's so dangerous and it's so worthless? So what am I supposed to do? The scholars say that the world is like a poisonous snake. Its venom contains both the cure and the poison. There's an antidote in the venom, but then there's also the poison. But only a person who knows how to extract the cure can approach the snake and take out the antidote. And the prophets and messengers, alayhim as they are the ones who are able to extract the antidote for us in the world. And they've showed us how to pass through it safely. And this all goes back to even what we mentioned in the previous episode, obeying Allah and worshipping Him. That that is the antidote. That this world is the abode by which we plant our seeds for the hereafter and we prepare to meet Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, inshallah, in the best of states. This brings us to the last point, that the world serves the righteous. So righteous people, they've turned away from the world and focused their devotion on Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala alone. So what do they get in return? Allah subjugates the world to them. There's a saying that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said to the world, من khadamaki that whoever serves me, meaning Allah Subhanahu wa Taala, then you, O dunya, you serve him. But whoever serves you, whoever is seeking you, O dunya, then exploit him, then use him. So the honor comes from seeking Allah Subhanahu wa Taala. And even when Allah subjugates the world to them, the righteous servants, they still don't seek anything from it. They're still focused on Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And uh, Shaykh Abu Bakr bin Salim, he says, you were only created for worship and to seek the hereafter. So be as the saying goes. This is a really beautiful saying, I love it. He says, be as the saying goes, fast from the world and make the hereafter your feast fast from the world, be sa'im, be someone who is fasting from the dunya and make the hereafter your feast. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala allow us to feast in the gardens of nearness and honor in paradise. Ameen, ya Al Alameen. Then Shaykh Abu Bakr bin Salim says, if the world was made of gold that perishes and the hereafter was made of clay that is everlasting, it would be more fitting to choose the clay that lasts over the gold that perishes. But how then when it is the opposite? The reality is actually the opposite. The world is clay that perishes and the hereafter is gold that is everlasting. So he's exposing us to the reality of the dunya, that it is not a place that gives you true comfort and true peace and true stability, but that it is the place that you work to seek nearness to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And when you seek Allah, He subjugates everything to you and makes everything easy for you so that you can continue To elevate in the degrees of nearness and witnessing Him, Subhanahu wa Ta'ala, and that the earth is like gold, is like clay, rather, that is perishing, and the hereafter is gold that is everlasting. So, this brings us to the call to action. In these days and nights, just spend a few moments, sit down, and really try to clear your mind. And call upon Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala as sincerely as you can and ask Him to fill your heart with love of Him. Fill your heart with His love. And if He fills your heart with His love, then the love of the world will vanish. And the sweetness of Allah's love subhanahu wa ta'ala inshaAllah will overtake us. And there will be no room for anything else after that. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for that and that He blesses us in these days and nights and that He allows us to increase in nearness and in blessings and in mercy and in honor. ta'ala ala Muhammad Wa ala Alihi Thank you for listening to Soul Food. To subscribe to the show, visit SoulFood.fm or search for Soul Food. In your favorite podcast player. And while you're there, take a minute to leave us a rating and a review. It helps more people discover the show.